Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm keeping things pretty light this evening. I'm just having a cup of tea um, and chatting with you about uh, my most recent reflections on patient advocacy. So as a healthcare provider, I'm a strong patient advocate. And I think that um, now with the rise of patients you know, obtaining, having more access to their health information and data, which rightfully so, um, it's created a bit of, you know, tension. It could create a little bit of defensiveness, second guessing, disempowerment, perhaps even on the part of the provider. And what I mean by this, I went through something personal over the past week. And although communication and healthcare has really improved, um, I would say since I first experienced it as a caregiver 13 years ago, I am still finding that there's still such vast inconsistency between healthcare providers and the way they communicate information um, to patients and the way they receive that information. So I've seen situations within the same day most recently where, you know, you have a healthcare provider who comes in with a rushed approach, who has a foot in, a foot out, who is antsy, who is just speaking but not listening, just giving, giving, giving information but not taking any in or considering um, the impact that it has on the patient or if they have any questions, um, et cetera, et cetera. And they're, they're speaking from a, a distance and not at a proximal space. And that creates 
a lack of safety, right, on behalf of the patient and the caregiver. It seems as though to um, to ask questions, to try to engage, would create some sort of burdening on the healthcare provider. And so, you know, you, you become disconnected essentially, right? And then I can see a healthcare provider walk in who has just as much valuable information to share, and they are completely the opposite. They're proximal, they are at eye level, they are close, they are listening, but they are also giving information, they're soft-spoken. You can tell there's empathy there, um, and you can tell there's some, um, desire to understand what what the patient is going through and i still uh, find this so frustrating as a healthcare provider that there is still such vast inconsistency when it comes to communication and connection um, because i'll tell you something i really do think that some healthcare providers think that if they just give less information that there will be less um, backlash or less questions or or less needed on behalf of the patient and that whole philosophy of less is more, so to speak. But in my opinion and from my experience, uh, dissatisfaction comes from feeling like there wasn't enough information given or exchanged, that there wasn't enough um, time had between the provider and the patient. And that those are the things that create the dissatisfaction on behalf of the patients and the caregivers. Again, it doesn't really have to do so much with the knowledge, with the expertise. Patients, caregivers understand that that's what we know and that's our, um, and that is our area of expertise. They don't expect to know more than this. They're just going to be asking questions and request information, ask to be part of a care plan or participate in um, a treatment session or whatever it is so that they can learn more, so that they can understand more, so that they can be educated, so that they therefore can feel more empowered so that when they eventually leave um, you that they can feel like they can live life independently again in whatever capacity that means to them. So tell me what you guys think. Have you ever experienced this? Have you ever seen it uh, from the perspective of a patient or a caregiver yourselves or have seen it among your colleagues and peers? I mean, nobody's perfect. We are all heart-led. We are all um, compassionately focused. We got into this profession to serve and this profession can drain you very easily, but we do have to as much as possible remain mindful in the moment that we're in with the patient, with the caregiver to make sure that there is nothing left unsaid, that everything that they need to know in that moment, um, is said and is explained because that's what matters to them. We understand things from the medical standpoint, but they still have to understand things from their functional standpoint. And that's where I find healthcare providers are falling short. They're coming in, they're, you know, they're relaying information of their, that, that kind of testifies to their expertise, to what they see on imaging, whatever, whatever but then they don't take the time to make sure the patient understands everything that was explained and where they go from here, especially. So there are two things essentially that you can 
um, say so that you can leave your patient's care feeling like everything has been said that needs to be said and that there is no um, self-doubt or second-guessing that interaction. So the first thing is I always ask my patient, is there anything else I can do for you before I leave you? Because I work in a hospital, so you know I'm on the same unit and they're often inpatients. So um, you know I'll say before I leave you, is there anything I can do for you? If the answer is no, okay, great. I'll see you tomorrow at this time. And we'll probably try to focus on this particular thing. And I wait for their response. If they say, well, so-and-so wants to know how I'm doing, like their caregiver, their loved one wants to know how I'm doing, or they want more information on devices, things that they need to pick up for my for discharge home eventually, I always let them know my availability. I always let them know like the hours that I'm there, where they can find me. Um, I always keep that avenue open, but I do it in such a way that I try not to let it monopolize my time. So if... I've given them a time, I'll say, if I don't hear from your loved one or if I don't see them, I will call them tomorrow. What time works for them? And, and that's, we have that conversation so that, let's say they don't see me, their caregiver's not going back to them and stressing them out saying, oh, I didn't get a hold of Jen today. I don't, you know, don't know how to get a hold of this equipment or don't know how to coordinate outpatient services or whatever it is, right? So you're always trying to ensure that everything that was said um, that needed to be said was said and explained, understood, expressed, but then you also discuss follow-up. And the follow-up can be very, very short-term, right? I'm not talking like long-term follow-up at this point, um, although I do that as well at certain points, but short-term follow-up is always um, a good way to leave your patients feeling fulfilled, to leave them feeling like that everything is taken care of. So let me know what you guys think. Um, I do believe that overall we are getting better when it comes to communication, but I will say there are still some major inconsistencies uh, between providers, and that's just who we are, right? And, uh, you know, our system doesn't really give us a lot of time, but we have to start empowering ourselves to think about how we would want to be treated in this particular situation um, that you're in at that moment with your patient and start to empathize there. And then once you start with empathy, I find that, um, you know, the time and things like that will start to take care of itself. Um, if you can just ground yourself and center yourself around your patient in that moment. So let me know what you guys think. I love hearing back from you. Thank you so much for your time every day. I shouldn't say every day, uh, a couple days a week, uh, tuning in, listening, and then offering your feedback. So until we chat next time, guys, remember to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please, please leave an honest review on your podcast platform. And if you really loved it, please share it with your networks with someone that you're thinking about right now who could benefit from listening to this show. Also, if you want to reach out to me directly on social media, you can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at jengeorge08 and on Facebook, Jennifer George, and I'm also on LinkedIn. If you want to subscribe to our weekly newsletters on tips, inspiration, perspectives, and upcoming events, uh, go to jennifergeorge.co and simply subscribe and let's stay connected.